Normally at this time, we'd be talking with our friend Jamie Court, but Jamie Court is not with us this week. Instead, we've got a very, very timely interview with one of Jamie Court's colleagues, Lisa Tucker. And we've interviewed Lisa several times on this show. You can find her at consumerwatchdog.org. It's spelled L-I-Z-A, but it's spelled Lisa. Lisa Tucker is a consumer advocate. Her focus is oil and gas and toxic substances, which means she's got a very joyful job. She previously worked at a radio show called Marketplace, a national business and economics radio show. She's covered business for the Washington Post. She speaks Russian, which is going to come in very handy soon. And Italian fluently, Lisa Tucker. Thanks for coming on the Norman Goldman Show. Thank you so much. Well, Lisa, you are the author of a report that is right now at ConsumerWatchdog.org. I went through it, found it, you know, sobering and truthful. And I want everybody in America to understand that California is not quite as green and everybody eating alfalfa and kale and arugula, arugula and all that stuff as they think. Uh, Jerry Brown has created this image of California as this land of solar panels and wind turbines and everything is all wonderful and environmentally safe and many of us in california have known that's simply not true that jerry brown is not green at all in fact brown is often brown as opposed to green and lisa you've done a study consumerwatchdog.org has it what are the conclusions is jerry brown not green oh jerry brown's record uh, is very much murky to dirty on the environment if you look at it more broadly and it tends to be dirty in several categories, including oil drilling, fossil fuel, generated electricity, toxic emissions, and his disregard for the California Environmental Quality Act, which is supposed to make decision makers take into account the effects of their decisions on the environment as they make them. You know, we've found that he is not nearly as green as his national image would belie. That's despite the fact that Jerry Brown has got ambitious greenhouse gas policies to lower our carbon emissions and our other greenhouse gases. Uh, you know, he's done that. We gave him a green on, on that, on the greenhouse gas emission efforts. And clean energy is making up about 20% of our electric generation. The problem is all of that stuff, the setting of the standards and the putting of money into incentives for green technology and all the rest of it is one hand clapping. The other hand, on the other hand, all he's done is nurture fracking, expand drilling. We now have almost a quarter more active oil and gas wells on land in the state of California than we did a year before he was elected to be governor. Uh, we have uh, actually got more offshore drilling. Uh, his regulators have issued something like uh, 238 new uh, drilling permits since uh, 2012. We've had some fracking go on offshore, and this is all against the backdrop of him having asked former President Obama to, you know, ban any kind of drilling in federal waters off California, any kind of new drilling, when it's still going on in our state waters and where his regulators are actually even thinking about swapping out some non-productive acreage near uh, a coastal sanctuary and, you know, for acreage that's new. And there's a ban here on new drilling in, in state waters, and yet it could get lifted. So we have a very peculiar situation where on the one hand we have a governor who's totally committed to fighting climate change and has done a lot 
on the front of setting very tough standards on the one hand, but on the other hand, expanding the very burning of the fossil fuels that he's railing against as really destructive of the environment. So it's quite a contradiction. Well, Lisa, in in terrorist terms, they call this aspirational versus operational. They'll find some group of guys who were dreaming of doing a terror attack. They had no way of knowing how to do it. They didn't have any money. They have no operational abilities, but they were dreaming of it, and they were talking brash amongst themselves. And, And in terror talk, they call that aspirational, not operational. And I think that's kind of what you're laying out here is Jerry Brown has talked a great game. He's set very good goals goals. He's gone to the legislature and they've said, this is fantastic. We're going to set all these great goals. Look how green we'll be many, many years from now. But in the meantime, hey, let's frack and we'll have oil. My guess is, Lisa, if if we got a couple of drinks into Jerry, and I'm not sure we could do that, and got him to kind of open up, he'd say, look, we got to get into that future. We got to have energy today. The state had blackouts uh, when Enron rigged everything 15 years ago. So we've got to, you know, kind of get through it. So can you give me a break? Lisa, how would you respond to that kind of argument of Jerry Brown saying, you know, we got to get through today to get to tomorrow? How about that? Well, I mean, I don't have anything against that argument except the fact that 26 energy companies donated nearly $10 million to his uh, campaigns, his causes, his ballot initiatives. Uh, And if you kind of look at that pattern since 2012, you'll see that there were quite a few favors done for them uh, under Jerry Brown, both administrative and legislative, um, over that time period that, uh, you know, it's not good enough to just say, hey, let's, let's let's throw the spaghetti against the wall and see what sticks. Let's just pretend that it's all equal. And, you know, we have this market and we're going to just let oil and gas compete together with all these other new technologies. It doesn't work that way. Industry tries to influence its politicians, and I think it would be uh, impossible to deny the fact that Jerry Brown has been influenced based on his, his own actions. You know, originally we were going to have a moratorium on fracking until it was proven safe. Magically, that all went away. And we passed legislation that allows fracking to go ahead, go apace, and uh, at the same time we put a fig leaf on it and uh, said let's study it on the side. And uh, that study was produced 18 months ago by the California Council on Science and Technology, and lo and behold what it said was there's a lot we don't know about this, and what we recommend is that we ban the use of highly hazardous chemicals in this fracking fluid then we definitely ban all the chemicals of which there are scores that we don't understand, we haven't characterized them, they should not be used in the fracking fluid. Well, guess what? Nothing's happened under Jerry Brown at all yet. Wow. So we've got, you know, the fracking continuing apace. Uh, basically, uh, a lot of uh, permits were, were rubber stamped. Worse than that, he fired oil and gas regulators. Not long after he was elected, within the first year of being elected, he fired two very diligent oil and gas regulators who were really trying hard to make drilling safer after a Chevron worker died in a sinkhole that opened up as a result of, uh, uh, as a byproduct of, uh, of drilling. And they were fired at the behest of Occidental. Occidental hired Gray Davis, another for- former governor, uh, who goes a long way back with Jerry Brown, because he worked for Jerry Brown, Jerry Brown's way back in his prior iteration as governor, and Occidental got its way, and these regulators were fired, and they got fracking permits, 
and everything was hunky-dory, and Governor Brown collected uh, money, half a million dollars from Occidental in the end, for his Proposition 30, the, the proposition to raise taxes uh, on uh, wealthy folks. It was backed by uh, Occidental, and, and, and it's hard to look at it as anything but a thank you. You and I are talking to Lisa Tucker. It's spelled L-I-Z-A. Lisa Tucker can be found at ConsumerWatchdog.org, where Consumer Watchdog has just issued a new report. Jerry Brown, the governor of California, not so green. And part of that, and if you look at the scorecard right there at ConsumerWatchdog.org, you'll see that Lisa Tucker and Consumer Watchdog have Jerry Brown not green on the environment, like with oil and gas, which is what Lisa and I have been talking about, but on even development, CEQA, the California Environmental Quality Act, which governs buildings, which governs how you deal with the land when you're building stuff. Jerry Brown has been trying to exempt and, in fact, exempting all kinds of projects from building requirements for environmental concerns. Lisa, I know that the focus is on Brown is not green, but I couldn't resist this stuff about CEQA. Jerry Brown is also helping developers now. What is going on with this guy? Well, I mean, he, you know, he... It, you know, it's sort of, it's, it's astonishing because, you know, at one point when he was attorney general, he was uh, actually making uh, cities, uh, you know, look at the issue of climate change and greenhouse gases in their planning documents. But as mayor of Oakland, he was uh, not happy because, uh, you know, he was dealing with housing issues. And, and so he flip-flopped on CEQA. But, you know, the latest thing is he says that he's never seen a CEQA exemption he doesn't like. He calls the reform of CEQA the Lord's work. He fast-tracked the stadium up there. Uh, in Sacramento uh, for the basketball in team. In Sacramento, the Sacramento Kings Stadium. He appointed a sort of a non-voting uh, pair of eyes from the Natural Resources Agency to the Coastal Commission, where she made lots of trouble. And where Lester, uh, Lester they were very, very progressive. Uh, they had a very progressive uh, director, the head of the um, California Coastal Commission, and he was fired. All of Jerry Brown's appointees uh, voted to fire him because he was not being compliant enough with developers. And his uh, person from the Natural Resources Agency that was a non-voting member made a lot of trouble and questioned uh, how scientists could conclude that we shouldn't have um, you know, a development on the Southern California coast near Newport Beach where developers and oil companies wanted to build a huge 400-acre complex of homes and businesses. And mm -hmm. she questioned, you know, why that shouldn't go forward. You know, in the end, that was voted down only because of a huge outcry in the media, but it was very clear that that was the end goal. And on top of that, under Jerry Brown, Southern California Edison, you'll remember this boondoggle with the uh, San Onofre nuclear generating station that uh, had a flawed had some flawed equipment and was closed down permanently. Well, now his Coastal Commission has granted Southern California Edison the right to bury nuclear waste from San Onofre, like on the beach, right behind that facility on a San Diego beach, mm. in, you know, casks that are only guaranteed to last 15 years. Wow. I guess Jerry Brown really isn't green. Lisa, I got to leave it there, but my goodness gracious, I'm glad we're able to show the public uh, the fuller picture of the California governor. He's done a very uh, careful job of trying to cultivate this image of him as a granola-eating, uh, you know, rabbit-loving, uh, greens-eating environmentalist, when in fact the reality for many of us who watch him here in California, quite the opposite. Find Lisa Tucker at Consumer 
watchdog.org. Check out the report. Brown is not green. And Lisa, thanks so very much. We'll talk to you again soon on the Norman Goldman Show. Thank you, Norm.